Hey y'all, I'm Jordan Gill, host of the System Samey podcast. More entrepreneurs are seeking freedom and flexibility, but how does that really happen? Systems, of course. I'm lifting the hood to my successful life first business, sharing strategies and thought-provoking prompts to how your business can accomplish the same for you. Let's get it. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Systems Samey podcast. I thought today's episode would be fun for me to share because I think it's a maybe unconventional approach to getting collaborations other than, you know, applying for them or pitching yourself for them. I kind of go about a different approach. And so I thought it'd be fun to share what that is in case uh, it's of interest to you. So I want to preface this by saying that everybody wants to be desired, right? Like, Everybody in business wants to be chosen, right? That's like why the cliche of like getting picked last in dodgeball is like so uh, overplayed, right? People, and this is this goes for everybody, right? Like people want to be asked to be a speaker at their event, to be on a podcast, to teach in people's communities, because that gives you validation, right? That you are being seen as the expert or authority that you believe you are. And so because there's like a little bit of a psychology of like having to apply or having to pitch yourself. And I'm honestly not above that at all. Like I will definitely pitch myself or apply for things that I believe I would be a really great asset at. But I would say that that probably is 10 to 15% of where I spend my time And the majority of the other time, I do these other tactics that are part of a strategy to become a desirable collaborator. And I've seen this done on a grander scale, like when you see the big dogs like Amy Porterfield, Selena Sue, Ryan Levesque, like all those people, right? Um, If you don't know any of them, that's fine but they all are big online marketers. And so there's this thing that happens in those bigger launches and campaigns where there's usually a leaderboard and like amongst the affiliates and, you know, the top affiliates get some sort of prize or whatever. And what I saw happen, and again, I was a part of way, way back when I was working for Melanie Duncan and they had affiliates, we always were able to tell who was going to do well, not really based on like their audience, but based on how they went about promoting the marketing. What I mean by that is people who are affiliates or who are collaborators who do the status quo thing on the other side, like on the other side of that, it doesn't feel good right? Because you want collaborators who are going to share or who are going to get creative with their marketing or share stories or whatever the case, right? You know, I think back on my done in a day virtual conference days, like who my top affiliates were. And it was 100% people who could tell a story, who use their own graphics or own images and understood positioning. And so 
that's really when it comes down to how I approach collaborations. That's like 100% of my strategy. So let me walk you through this. So in Q1 and Q2, I uh, secured and completed 21 collaborations. I actually secured more than that um, for Q3 and Q4 and actually even Q1 and Q2 of next year. But my overall goal is 50 collabs in a year. That's what I need to do in order to hit my seven-figure revenue goal. So it's been proven the last two years. And I think I'm going to prove it again this year. So the intentionality behind those 50 collabs is super important. And so, you know, the 21 collabs that I did were also while I was dealing with like immense personal stuff, like deaths on both of Colin's parents. Um, So his mom and his dad, there were deaths in the family um, on both sides. And so between that and my personal sickness and chronic flare-ups and all that stuff. It just, it was a lot. So, and actually I had to move some collabs that I couldn't do because of my sickness or because of what was going on. So I probably would have hit the 25 at the six month mark had I not gotten sick. But I say all that to say, I definitely have secure collabs in the upcoming months. So I want you to think about how many collabs you think I secured for Q3 and Q4. And I'll tell you the number. It's 16. So a couple weeks, two weeks to be exact, into Q3, and I already have 16 collaborations. And that includes speaking at events, that includes podcast interviews, uh, going live, that includes guest teaching and communities, that includes doing a guest interview, you know, a guest podcast that's going to also go live within Q3 or Q4. It's a lot of opportunities. And I, I'm always looking at the infiniteness of everything uh, in the sense that, you know, every collab has the chance to create another collab. And so in, in whatever way that is, here's again, my secret sauce. There's a few things that I do in order to get this far ahead in my 50 collab goal for the year. Uh, and again, There's a few things that I'm pitching for for Q1 of 2024. Um, But other than that, these are all people who are coming into my DMs, emailing me, whatever, saying, hey, I want you to be in my podcast. Hey, I want you to speak at my event. Hey, I want you to do X, Y, Z, one, two, three. And here's how I believe I do that. And this is part feeling, part data. First things first. I stay top of mind. Okay, so this for me, how I stay top of mind is kind of three ways. Number one, I have this podcast, right? So obviously, if you're listening to this podcast continuously, you will continue to um, to get information from me or uh, learn something about me or my business or my offerings. And so it's super, super crucial that I keep up with my podcast episodes. Number two, keep up on Instagram. I actually have not been great about that the last two weeks, oddly enough. But the majority of those 16, I think 13 out of the 16 were already secured before Q3 even started. 
you know, the fact that I haven't been super great this, you know, first couple weeks is kind of okay. But I stay top of mind by posting at least one thing a day, whether it's stories, whether it's reels, whether it's, I do one a day. So that way I can stay top of mind on Instagram. The third place is my email list. I email two, sometimes three times a week, depending on what I've got going on, right? When people think, uh, I need an expert on VIP days, like who are they going to call? Mainly because I'm just staying top of mind. Probably me. If they are like, hey, who, who do I know? that does collaborations. Oh, Jordan, I'm seeing her talk about her collab cast and her waitlist and her 21 collabs and counting, all the things, right? And so they're going to think of me because I'm staying top of mind. You don't need to have three places that you stay top of mind of people, but I just like to, to hedge my bets. I like to ensure that I'm nurturing three different places really at the same time. So whatever your kind of nurturing platforms are, ensure that you stick to it because otherwise that's where a a lot of people lose out is they would rather pitch. They would rather apply. They would rather do those things, which is again, not a problem, but you may not have to need to pitch or need to apply if you literally just say top of mind because you may not be thinking of having a collaboration expert today, but in two weeks when you do, or in a month or in three months or in a year when you do, guess who you're going to think about? Me. Uh, and also I think with that, you know, it's, it's funny. I was talking to, I don't remember who I was talking to about how, like, I literally do not have a speaking page on my website. I don't have my podcast page on my website. Like, you know, don't, don't follow everything that I say. <laughs> But uh, I'm working on it. And again, it's like I'm getting speaking gigs. I'm getting seen by a network for my podcast. Regardless of that. Right. And so I just want to encourage you that if you're seeing like, oh, my gosh, Jordan's getting all these collaborations and whatever else. Like, how is she doing this? Staying top of mind is definitely an advantage for getting more collaborations and getting ahead on those collaborations. The second thing that I do is I have a point of view. So I would say generally speaking that most people don't really have to guess like what my stance is on stuff because I am consistently validating and repeating the values that I have and like what I'm all about. And so people don't like to bring people into their spheres, whether it's on a podcast, whether it's on a guest teaching, a stage, whatever. People don't like to bring on people who are middle of the road, just chugging along. And that doesn't mean that you have to be razzle dazzle, because let's be honest, I'm literally recording this podcast on my beanbag right now. And at the same time, like you do have to take a stance on something in order for people to feel as though they understand you and that they can trust you with their communities, right? Because when you don't know where somebody stands, then it makes it really difficult for you to trust or 
believe that you should put them in front of your own audiences. So I have a point of view. I don't shy away from it. I share all the time what I'm all about. So number three is like secret, secret sauce, (laughs) but like not that secret. So the third part of my secret sauce is that I demonstrate how great of a collaborator I am, right? So for example, how I demonstrate that is, again, I share how, you know, I'm the top of the leaderboard for this and how, you know, I do these creative reels that get a lot of attention or get a lot of comments or get a lot of shout outs or whatever. And so what that's doing is people are seeing how I am as a collaborator and saying, well, I want Jordan to collaborate with me or to promote me because I know that it's going to be dope and I know that's going to be done well and I know that she's going to be a true contributor. And so, you know, it was, it was similar to when I was dating Marcus. Uh, he had Colin before me and, you know, I didn't know if I wanted to have kids or not um, in my relationship, uh, my own biological kids. And so... And it mainly was because I didn't know if I'd be able to trust a man enough to want to have kids with them. But that's a story for another day. And when I met Marcus, obviously he already has a kid. So what I think like God had over that was, oh, like you need to see how your future husband is going to be as a parent. Here you go. Right. And so I saw firsthand how Marcus was as a dad. And I was like, done, sold, let's get married. It's the same thing with this. If all that you're doing as a collaborator is the absolute status quo, lowest effort, then people are going to see that and think, well, I don't really want to add her as a speaker to my thing, or I don't really want to add her to as a guest expert or whatever they're looking for, because I saw her promote this other person and, you know, he, she, whoever promotes this other person. And yet like it wasn't received well, it didn't seem to like make a difference and they didn't put that much like contribution in it. People notice that and y'all think people don't notice it, but I sure as heck do. And other people do as well. And I know that because they'll say, oh, my gosh, I saw, you know, you do this reel for so and so and like, let's do a reel together. It's not because they actually want to do a reel together. Well, they do, but they don't want to actually do a reel together. They see the intentionality and the results of the collaborations that I do and they want to collab and get those same results. So this one I think a lot of people miss out on opportunities to be seen as a great contributor or collaborator because when they're contributing, collaborating with people right now, they aren't sharing about it. They aren't talking about it. They aren't getting creative with it at all. And so therefore people don't think that, or at least people can't know that you are putting in a decent amount of effort to market or to sell or do whatever you're doing, right? To promote. So that one is a big opportunity for a lot of people. So if you feel like, oh, I just 
take the swipe copy and take the images they give me and that's all I do, I really encourage you to go a layer further. It doesn't have to be Instagram Reels. I don't really care what it is. Maybe you're great at carousels or maybe you're great at email sequences or maybe you're great at podcast series, whatever the case is. I would go that route and showcase yourself as a great contributor or collaborator. And the fourth one of my secret sauce is I stay human. Like what's so interesting about this year is I've had more real conversations with people in the past like six, seven months than I have probably my entire business career. And it's so beautiful and people are so much more open to being real because we're like, yeah, we're all, we're all figuring this out together, folks. Like we're, we're, we're getting it, getting it together. And instead of me just being like, yes, I know it all. And I'm like the best ever. And whatever the case is like, you know, I've talked about the hardships of Q2 and I've talked about, you know, just business in general or entrepreneurship in general. And it's been so lovely. And I think that we, I don't know, do this weird thing where it's like an exchange, right? And like the person comes in, you swap and then you leave. Right. And I don't ever really want collaborations that are like that. You know, like I want opportunities for longer term partnerships. I want to get a feel for what the, I don't know, like I can sense when people are wanting to keep it real and therefore I show up in that same way versus, you know, people coming up and being like, yeah, I'm still the expert and everything I'm doing is still working. Okay. That's really nice for you, but let's let's have a different conversation right so stay human like I will see like oh someone got a new dog like and I'll you know chime into their stories or I'll see that they added to their seashell collection or I'll see that they crossed off Croatia on their bucket wish list whatever the case is and I'll reach out to them and just say oh my gosh so great I've heard amazing things about Croatia like loved this picture blah 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 There's nothing about that that is like, be my partner, be my collaborator, be my whatever. It's just planting the seeds, like seeds that are real, right? I'm not just commenting to comment. And I believe that this is why I get asked to collaborate often is because people see that I'm staying top of mind. People see that I have a point of view. People see how I am as a collaborator and contributor for other promotional offers. And people see that I'm, I say human, I don't pretend to be all glitzy, shiny. What of these things can you apply super soon to get more of these opportunities coming your way? And does it resonate with you? Does it feel like that would help in the finding and securing of mutually beneficial relationships? Because I think most people would probably be somewhat shocked at how small my email list is because I think my consistency in marketing and how many podcasts I've been on and such would, uh, for most people, think give them the impression that I have a bigger email list than I do. You know, I have 7,000 people on my email list. 
point blank period. And so that's because I am an intense scraper. Um, I don't want just willy nillies on my list, but I, I don't think that people ask me to speak in their communities or on their stages or on their podcast because of my audience numbers, because I don't really like, yeah, I have a decent Instagram following and stuff like that. Right. But I don't think that's, that's why people are encouraged to work with me. It's because I shout from the rooftops that I enjoy collaborations. And if I can make it work, I will. And let's do this thing. Hopefully you're going to take one or some of the suggestions to becoming a more desirable collaborator or contributor. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for daily advice or LinkedIn if that's more of your jam. Let me know if anything resonated with you by DMing me or tagging me in stories. 